Blow and the Doctor. Hey Who fans and welcome to the Big Blue Box podcast. This is Gary. And this is Adam. And welcome to our first special commentary. Yeah, special. A special. So as we're um as we're going to be celebrating the the 10th anniversary of the revival of Doctor Who, we thought we would do some extra stuff for you guys. So yeah, give a bit of extra content. Extra stuffs. Yeah, and I've never done a commentary track before, so this is going to be very interesting. It is. I've, I haven't done one either, so um, this is new, new ground for us. It could go horribly wrong, or it could be uh, could be very cool. <laughs> we'll let you decide after. <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, what we're going to be doing, buddy, aren't we? We're going to, we're going to be doing the eleventh hour. Yes. Because we've got um, we've got a Chris Eccleston one coming up, which we're going to do at the end of March um, to celebrate Rose, the tenth anniversary of of that episode launching um but this is like uh i guess is like a test the waters see how we get on <laughs> yeah that's right yeah and i think the 11th hour i mean you chose this one didn't i think it's a good choice actually um been a while since i watched it so be be fun to to revisit this one it will be yes um so yeah as you guys probably know on the podcast now this isn't the first um i actually joined in with doctor who much you know quite a way after uh, the 11th hour and um, so this will be a good one for me to do. It's kind of like uh, kind of stepping in through the TARDIS for the first time, I guess, because I imagine that there are a lot of um, a lot of Who fans out there who this is probably was probably their very first uh, episode of Doctor Who. If you're a, if you're a, a younger Doctor Who fan and Matt Smith is your doctor, then I'm I'm assuming that this is could be your could have been your first one. Yeah, a lot of people did jump on board at this point, didn't they? they did, and uh, yeah. yeah, and a lot of tenant fans jumped off as well. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think yeah, I think a lot of people probably for them Matt was their their doctor for our younger audience. And um, and you jumped on just after this, didn't you, with the beast below? Sort of as your proper yes, yeah, proper one. So yeah. I didn't actually jump on on the uh, the inaugural Matt Smith uh, outing, but uh, I think this would be a good one to do. You know, Matt Smith is fresh, fresh into the role. Uh, whole new production team, new showrunner, and uh, so yeah, I think it's a good one, good one for us to do. Yeah, I'm, I, I was, I remember um, when I first saw this, I was tremendously excited about that. The fact that it, you know, we all knew it was going to be a new, new sort of beginning in, in a sense because we'd seen little uh, spoilery photos of the TARDIS with the St John's ambulance, which caused a massive stir in fandom. It's like, oh, he's changed the TARDIS. It's got the St John. You know, there was lots of little things that we could see. Um, prior to this being aired that showed it was going to be, you know, like um, a fresh um, production, mm -hmm. if you like. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was watching it in a in a pub. Um, I won a <laughs> ticket to see, um, uh, like, f to watch it with a load of Dot 2 fans in a, in a pub on a big screen. And it was oh, a wow. really good atmosphere. Yeah, it was good. But I remember the volume of the TV was so low when it started that everyone was going mad and they had to quickly turn it up. <clears throat> oh. So, uh, so, yeah, it was good. It was, but it was good. There was almost a riot. Of who fans? <laughs> I, I tell you what, there could have been because we were all obviously you sort of you get there a few hours earlier, so you're all you know pumped up, waiting for the episode to start, and um, everyone was excited because we assumed there was going to be a new intro, which of course there was. <laughs> so yeah, we were all sort of raring to go, and it started, and it was really quiet, and everyone's like, "Turn it up, turn it up!" Everyone's going <laughs> mad, you know. But uh, but yeah, uh, that sounds cool. I wish I'd have done something like that. 
Yeah, because I think the first time that I watched this episode was when I just got the box set. Oh, yeah. And you I went st- back. Yeah, went back and started watching it from the beginning. So uh, it would have been cool to do something like that, though. Yeah, yeah it was fun. I mean, it's, um, I don't know, I, I, quite, I do quite like sort of, with the first episode, sort of shutting myself away and not being interrupted because there were, you know, like I had someone's head in front of me and I couldn't really <laughs> see it. Probably. It, was, it was a good atmosphere. It was definitely a good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I sort of remember sort of going home and immediately wanting to watch it again properly you know on the tv <laughs> but yeah it's good atmosphere it's, yeah it sounds cool yeah right well, let's crack on so we've got the um we've got the episode queued up and ready to go yep so the idea is that you guys listening at home um what's going to happen is there is going to be some audio from the episode coming through so if you're not able to sit in front of a tv and put the episode on you can still uh, listen away you'll be able to hear the episode uh, kind of in the background um or if you want to um, stick it on at home, get your earphones on and watch it and uh, listen to us waffling along along with it, then all good. So the way we've done it is we've got it queued up now at two seconds. So when you first put your disc in and you go through, as Adam you know, found out this morning, you have to go through loads and loads of screens and menus. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, when you hit play, um, this episode starts with just a black screen and then um, you get the moon and some stars appear. So when you when you hit play, if you are playing along at home, just hit pause button at two seconds because that's where we are right now. Yeah. And then we're going to do a countdown. Then we're all going to hit play, and then away we go. That's it. So, My laptop's so old. I do hope there is a <laughs> delay when I press play of it, winding itself up to play it. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. This is stretching the uh, the 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 technical stuff of you know within the TARDIS right now. That's right, yeah. My my laptop has got a starting handle. That's how old it is. <laughs> it's like um, it's like an outboard motor. <laughs> it's not far off. <laughs> right, so I think we're good to go. Okay. So we're going to do a countdown, aren't we? We're going to do three, two, one. The classic three, two, one. Yep. So it's not. We're not going to hit play on one. So we're going to say three, two, one. Go. Go. So we're going <clears> to. <throat> you can hit play on the word go. That's it. Right. We good. Yeah. Right. Cool. Let's do it. So, three, two, one. Go. And we're off. And we're off. It started. Yes. Nice CGI here, actually, of the Earth. This yeah. Is good. Not bad. And Murray's music. Oh, I'd forgotten about the BBC logo. I love that. Straight into it with the TARDIS over London. It's great. That looks cool, doesn't it? It does. Oh, wow. I've forgotten about all this. It was quite an action packed uh, affair, wasn't it, to begin with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, well, yeah, we're straight into it, aren't we? Why you're... is the Doctor outside the TARDIS, though? It does bug me. What is he doing outside the TARDIS? Mm, well, he's well. in the the last episode where Tennant left, um, the TARDIS is just crashing away, isn't it? So he's probably trying to... Uh, he's probably bashed the door open to find out what's going on. Where Where is he? Oh, right, okay. Do you know what I mean? He's probably just like... You know, some Doctors are quite disorientated with fresh off a of regeneration, aren't they? So he's probably like, where the hell am I? What's going on? I see, yeah. It yeah. does make for a great, great start, actually. <laughs> this is very cool, though. I'd forgotten about all this. Uh... And Murray's music's great, isn't it? What an intro. And then the new theme. Oh, yes. Now I remember like all the gasps when... Because that is the other good thing about watching this with someone else. You could you get all the reactions. And um, remember all the gasps of... <gasps> Every time there was like a lightning crash like that. Oh, there's <laughs> lightning in the credits and stuff. And... You know. This was a very different approach, wasn't it, theme-wise? Very. You know, new text, new logo, new music, the whole lot. Yeah, I don't mind the theme, actually. I think the theme's okay. Um, 
I like this part of the opening credits, this orangey bit. I'm not overstruck with the cloud and lightning thing, to be honest. Um, but I like yeah. this sort of bit of it. Now, I do mm. remember thinking how already the style of this, just even from these early scenes, just looked very classy. And I think the music as well. Yes. Um, yeah. just, it does feel, I remember it did feel very different from what we'd had before, um, almost instantly, actually. Yeah, because yeah. they... Um it it looked to me like the cinematography was they invested quite a lot because it looked very cinematic didn't it it looked very um every frame was very nicely shot and it just looked really nice yeah little amy little amy yeah <laughs> that's actually karen's um oh, what's she cousin or something isn't it she's related to karen gillan isn't she she is it's her niece or a cousin niece that's it yes. yeah I was looking at the house there because there's always this thing, um, and I'm going to check when we get to the point, that the house has only got two levels from the outside, but I believe it's got three on the set inside. Oh, really? Which people were sort of tying in with um, later on, saying, well, it's you know, it was a bit like in the lodger was the third level something else. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, was they ever going to come back and explain it? But, of course, they never did. I think it was just a continuity error. <laughs> The music again. Oh, so the music really did take a, a big jump and different direction oh, from this series. It's so nice. It's fantastic. It, this, I love the music in this episode. It's brilliant. Poor old TARDIS there looking the worst for wear. Pretty bashed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit Luke. like, that's what it looks like when we do the news, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've we've talked before on our reviews about child actors and how they vary in quality of uh, sometimes being good and sometimes just being damn right annoying. Um, I think, is it Caitlin, this this um, this girl's name? You could be right. Something like that. Caitlin she's very, she, yeah. She's very good. I think she, she gives a really nice, subtle performance. She does. It's yeah. one of those... Um... <laughs> And she's, I can believe that's Karen as well, obviously, because they're related, but, you know, yeah. it's believable. This is great, isn't it? Here he comes, our new Doctor at the time. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and there he cements himself as... <laughs> 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 yeah, I was going to say, you know, straight off the bat, cements himself as one of the best doctors. I, I, I genuinely yeah. liked Matt right from the word go. I, yeah. I know some people, it took a while for him to sort of um, grow on them. I think a lot of people sort of found him very different to David Tennant. And um, But I, I genuinely took to Matt straight away. I just really, really liked him. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, um, he's a naturally good actor as well. You know, he, mm -hmm. it, it looks to me like, and a lot of other people have said this, that um, it just looks like he just fell into the role so naturally, mm. played it so well straight from the beginning. It's uh, it was um, almost scary. He, you know, there was no warm up needed. He didn't kind of get into his stride after like one or two series. It was uh, he was straight there, straight into it. Yeah, and I don't think he like whereas David Tennant was a fan of the show beforehand so sort of brought that with him I don't know if Matt really knew that much about the program before he joined it do you know what I mean so he kind of he fitted in really well but I don't think he sort of had that baggage of being a fan so he kind of just had to go with his gut feeling I guess yeah 
Absolutely. And I actually, do you know, I like Matt in the, so probably this series, and because he, he gets a little bit sort of fiddly and quirky towards the end of his tenure. Um, and certain mannerisms slightly started to grade to me a little bit, although I really like Matt. But I, I really like him, especially in this episode. He's a bit more powerful, maybe. I don't know. He's a little bit more sort of um, direct and not so goofy. Yes. Is, is the only way I can explain it. He gets a little bit sort of goofy towards the end, which started to slightly annoy me. But in yep. this, he's much more kind of in control, I think. Right, yeah, I read you. He got a bit zany, didn't he? And a bit, zany, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit too much for me, but <laughs> this is the classic um, fish fingers and custard coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they weren't fish fingers. Oh, what were they? Yeah, they were um, some kind of coconut breaded things. Ooh. I'm not sure if that's because Matt Smith doesn't like fish fingers or. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but apparently you had to eat quite a few of them. They did a few takes, so... Oh, God. Sounds yeah. disgusting. Sounds worse than fish fingers and custard. I was going to say, I'd prefer the fish fingers, I think. Yeah. Now, this... this I remember this was getting quite a lot of laughs when I was watching it in the in the pub with all the other Doc 2 fans. All, the, all of this went down really well. Right. Um, whereas I was actually finding it a little bit padding. I kind of just wanted to get into the story. Um... But I seem to be in the minority. There were lots of laughs, and especially when he spits at the beans. And I, it was at this point on the first watch, I was getting a bit worried, thinking, "What's happening?" Like, it, do you know <laughs> what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I just. You're like, but I oh, do no. enjoy it more now. Now I know that it's a good episode. But I do remember at the time thinking, "What's going on?" <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I must like admit, that. yeah, I did find this section a bit slapsticky, a little bit. Um, well, I think it's at this point, because I was thinking, okay, we've had a few funny scenes. Oh, we're still doing it. It's almost yeah. a little bit, the joke is, is played out a little bit too long for me. Yeah, and the music's very clown-like and playful. Mm. And it's very, it, it's for the kids, I guess, this bit. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people, yeah, I mean, here's the classic scene, isn't it? Fish fingers and custard. Does he, in the the very last episode of Matt Smith, is, um, he has a bowl of custard, doesn't he, on the, on the TARDIS console, is that right? I don't know. Did he have didn't that, or was it something it. else? I could be totally wrong there. No, you could be. You could be right. I'll have to go back and have a look. You what? You talk about the time of the Doctor. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm sure there was a little bowl of custard. I could be wrong. Anyways, fish fingers and custard. I'm sure we should have were. had some while we're doing the commentary, shouldn't we? We, we should have lined some up, really. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet there were thousands of of kids up and down the country asking for fish fingers and custard for tea. Yeah, I'll have to try it one day. I don't think it would be that bad, you know. No, the more I think about it, I know, I know <laughs> you, you people who have done it, like on YouTube and stuff, it's like the, you know, it's a, a done thing to, to do it for a while. They Actually, they do look like very, now you've said it, they do look like very fat fish fingers, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a bit more laddie in yeah. his earlier earlier. <clears throat> performance isn't he? he's not so slicey he's not so zany he's a bit more of a lad yeah i kind of prefer it actually yeah i need to ask a quick question i'm sure this has mm. been covered many times but where is um little amy's parents yes that's a good question where are they i don't know because you always 
whenever they refer back to this um, this time period where Amy's this age and she's in this house waiting for the doctor, you never see anyone else around, do you? There was an episode where she was... Was, was there an episode where there was like a psychiatrist or something and she was drawing pictures of the doctor and I can't remember what episode that was. But Yeah, never, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, but you never directly see her interact with a parent or parents, do you? She's always in his house by herself by the look of it. No, it's a very good point, actually. Um, I've never, yeah, I've never really thought about it, but you're absolutely right. That is really odd, isn't it? Yeah. Even when we fast forward and we see the older Amy in that house, there's still no sign of anybody else living there. Or maybe some listeners can get some clarification for us. I'm sure there's an answer somewhere, but so I'm thinking yeah. of the wedding as well. They, you know, do we? They must be at the wedding. Surely, at the, at the end of um, of this series. Yeah, were they there? I think so. I, I mean, Maybe. they might be there. I mean, I don't think they're referenced. But I, no. yeah, it's really odd. I've never even thought about that. Yeah, why is this girl on her own in this in this big creepy house? Yeah, thought. Unless they haven't gone through the crack, have they? Mm, no, not yet. No, no. I mean, her parents. Like oh, that, maybe. Yeah. Is that part of it? I really can't Possibly. remember. Please let us know, guys, if you um if you know the answer. But yes, this is the famous uh, crack in the wall. Uh, uh, is it a a crack in the time? A rift in time, rift in time, yeah, and it's been <clears throat> it's been propping up a lot, hasn't it? I mean, even yeah. even right towards the end um, of Matt's era, it was still sort of being put in there and stuff. Um, yeah, well, the Time Lords um, sent all of their regeneration energy through it, didn't they? So he could start his regeneration cycle again. Yeah, right. Yeah, at the end. I mean, when I watched this, I never imagined it would take so long to get such an explanation for it or for it all to be tied up. I don't know. I wonder whether Moffat planned that right from the start or if it just happened that way. Yeah. Um, it's a quite a cool concept, but yeah, it was. It, it did get longed, longed out, didn't it? Quite a lot. Well, it kind of made me... Yeah, the fact that the Time Lords were behind it stuff kind of just made me feel like he hadn't thought... I, I mean, I don't believe at this point he was thinking that. Maybe I'm wrong, but... It doesn't quite work for me, mm. Time Lords being behind there. Yeah. Um, something that's quite cool is the Doctor's, um, even though he's... He doesn't actually seem that kind of disorientated, does he, in this episode? He's pretty much... Um, no, take, no, he doesn't yeah, actually. kind of hits the ground running as you expect him to as... Um, as the Doctor we've seen, but if you yeah, think to uh, Peter Capaldi's uh, regeneration, he spent pretty much uh, nearly a whole episode just not knowing what the hell was going on. That's right, and also, yeah, and David Tennant spent most of it in bed recovering, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, you're, you're right. He's kind of Matt's just straight straight into it. Prisoner Zero has escaped, but I tell us. Do you know? I don't. I, I like the whole Prisoner Zero thing. I don't think they maximised it. I think they should have used it more yes I agree because it was quite sinister it was quite creepy this mm. from this point on it was um you, you knew that there was something that had come through the crack but yeah so what you're saying I can see now the three floors they're on the middle floor aren't they they're on the middle floor and we've got steps going up but there's only yeah when you see the outside there's only two two levels I really like this concept as well yes this out the corner of your eye that very suggestive um you know, that fear factor that's played on people's minds for, you know, forever pretty much, how they tap into that. Yes, I like that as well. It works really well. It really gives a good, creepy, mm. sinister edge to it. Yeah. 
really, really nice. Yeah, there we go. Look, two two levels. Mm, Unless it goes up to the loft or something. Because mm. it's just like a bit like the lodger, wasn't it? There was a thing about there was only there were stairs, but and didn't really have an upstairs. And they, people wondered if it was going to tie in with that, but it, it didn't. Yeah, because the floor um it disappeared, didn't it, towards the end of the lodger? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why? It must have been quite exciting for Stephen Moffat when he when he became showrunner. I mean, I can just imagine he was brimming with ideas and enthusiasm watching this because this even this episode is just he's firing on all cylinders. Really, I mean, it's just you can almost feel the excitement of all the things he's trying to yeah. to bring out. I mean, he's really putting his own stamp on it right from the word go, as we'll see later with the TARDIS and you know all the new stuff that he's brought in and. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, it's it's um, yeah. He's just taken it by the reins and gone with us. There's no, the, yeah. I see what you mean. There's no um. There was no uh, holding back, as it were. No, e and also there's no yeah. connection to the sort of, you know, the last um, episode. Uh, what was David Tennant's last episode? You know, with the Will and End of Time and yep. all of that. It's, you know, absolutely no reference or nothing or even. You don't even get a feeling of that episode at all. It just feels good, like a completely new start. I mean, I just imagine Moffat was just, yeah, right, let's do this. You know, I, it's mine now sort of thing. Yeah. Do you know what, though? That's the one thing that I'm not really too keen on from the, from mm. the Matt Smith Moffat era is that there's absolutely no reference at all to Rose or Martha or Donna. There's, sorry, no. um, you know, especially Rose. You know, she was quite, a, you know, quite an important companion, I guess, from... The first few series, and uh, they don't even mention her name at all. I can understand, you know, not, you know, I'm not not saying that we should have had Rose back at all necessarily, but you know, the Doctor doesn't even mention her. I don't think so anyway. There's no reference to those guys at all. Wilf, you know, no one. No, no, that's right. It, that's 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 the thing. It does feel like Stephen Moffat just wanted to make it his show, which you can understand. But but I I'm like a bit like you. I think you know he has tied in elements from the RTD era but he's also rewritten a lot of it and mm. some of that I'm a bit uncomfortable with as well yeah this is uh, this scene here with the the young Amy sitting on the, the little suitcase it's kind of how they bring it round full circle don't they in the time of the Doctor when just before Matt Smith regenerates um, you know he says to um, the Amy Pond turns up and he's like this was the face the first face that this face saw that's right yeah lovely so, line yeah. now this this bit actually I thought was quite cleverly done because you assume that he's just popped off to do a couple of things and he's come back yeah. and uh, everything's different yeah it's nice well, still got the old Sonic there Apparently Matt was um, renowned for breaking the Sonics, <laughs> wasn't he? His... Amy's kind of done alright by herself, considering Prisoner Zero's been there for God knows how many years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she hasn't right, done too yeah. bad. <laughs> it does feel very, very epic, this episode. Like, you know, lots of locations, lots of nice, you know, settings and stuff. It's, and it, it's moving along at a good pace. Hmm. Rory, the boy, Rory, the boy yes. who waited. Yes, he seemed like a bit of a sideline character to begin with, didn't he? He does, you know, obviously he does come into the series a lot more later on, but um, after this episode, he kind of gets left behind. And I, looking at him now, I didn't even know that we were going to sort of be seeing seeing him again, really. Hmm. I'm glad we did, though. I quite like Rory. Yeah, he's cool. 
because they called for you. I think he's good with humour, actually, um, Arthur Darville. His, his character's quite sort of humorous. But I, I quite like it. Yes, yeah. And him and Matt Smith together are very good, very humorous. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you could actually you could sit, you could tell that they they all got on well, can't you? Karen, uh, Karen Gill and Matt and um, oh look, it's um, that woman from Broadchurch. Oh yeah, Olivia <laughs> Coleman. Olivia Coleman. She's a great <laughs> act- actor. She's I like, like Olivia Coleman. Yeah, forgotten she was in this actually. Now, why does why this gives me an insight into Stephen Moffat's pervy little mind? Oh, the police uniform. Well, that and the um, she's a uh, not a stripogram. What is she? She's a, a, a kissogram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, he's a lad, isn't he? That <laughs> Moffat. Mind you, she wears yeah. it well. <laughs> yeah, there was some some adult connotations going on here with the handcuffs and police uniforms and yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Which is not a bad thing. No, why, why doesn't she remember him? Um, I know it's been a few years, but she's not likely to forget him, is she? Do you know what? I think she does remember him. I, I think that she's just too... Six months? Yeah, you can tell in her face that she's kind of starting to clock now. But she's just not letting on that she knows, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Now my my um my disc is has stopped working, so I might have to catch up with you in a bit. But uh, so you might have to take the reins for a second. So we can see. Yeah. So these patients in the hospital at the moment, they're kind of. Um, I think they're. They're in a coma of some sort, and. Yep, so we can see Rory, he's just as bemused as we all are. Is that, is it, yeah, it's the scary, the guy with the dog, isn't it? Is yeah. In there? yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're absolutely right. Rory is a very humorous, um, the thing is, he doesn't really, I don't think he's trying too hard to be humorous. He's not like, um, you know, he's not. He's, he's not trying to be an overly comical character. He's just got this look about him and this, his timing's really good. Um, the way he delivers his lines and he's, he's kind of got this buffoon kind of feel to his character right now, hasn't he? He's very uh, happy-go-lucky. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Arthur Darville as Rory. I, I, haven't, you know, I haven't seen him in anything before this, um, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, but he seems quite a sort of comfortable actor. Do you know what I mean? He seems to. Yeah. He's sort of got a style, hasn't he? He's got his own sort of style of delivering stuff, and you know, and he, and he just he doesn't sort of feel awkward. You know, sometimes when you get a new actor, they take a while to to get into it. Yes, but he yeah. seems to yeah. sort of be hitting the ground running. And here we go again with the, the corner of your eye, Karen. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah, so the door that she's just noticed that wasn't there before, apparently. Yeah, and I like all that. Uh, this is sort of a bit sapphire and steel. I like all these, this this notion of things changing and you not noticing and you how you accept things because it's uh, it's quite easy to do that. It, it is, yeah. It's um, I like the way they play on it as well. It's quite subtle. They haven't used it as a big kind of plot device, but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it does does work well with this though. Listen to me, do not open that. <laughs> and um <laughs> Immediately, Amy's got that um, disobedient streak. She doesn't really listen to anybody, does what she wants to do. Yeah, I actually, I did find, um, I mean, I, I like Amy and I like Karen. Um, I did find her a little bit, not annoying, but I don't know, she takes a while to grow on me in this episode. You know, even even the whole sort of knocking the doctor out and, and all that business. And later on when she shuts his tie in the door and... Yeah. I found her a little bit irritating this one, but but I she does grow on me. I do like Amy. Ah, we can see um, she's gone into the room now. We can see um, the Doctor's old Sonic covered in uh, covered in goop. Mm. So he's screaming, "Get out of there!" Really cool. It's funny, isn't it? How how I mean, Stephen Moffat is literally he's not just sort of changed the odd bit here and there. He's um, you know, he's given him a new TARDIS, new in, new interior, new Sonic. Everything's new. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost as if he just wanted to start the show again, in, in a sense. So the CGI for this wasn't too bad. I think no, that's quite good. They ploughed a little bit of money into it, obviously, for the first... Well, it's as good as Doctor Who can be anyway. There is, um, as we've said many times, especially with Classic Who, it's um, it's kind of the appeal, really. The uh, Not having Hollywood-style CGI, it kind of adds to the appeal of of the show. Yeah. What's it doing? Ah, the reveal. She's a kissogram. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I remember think, thinking this at the time. I mean, I didn't didn't suspect she was gonna be that. I actually thought she was gonna be a policewoman. Did you? Yeah, I thought she was. Very convincing. Yeah. Very convincing outfit. Look yes. I thought this was quite creepy. The, the, the actor playing him just looks really creepy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't really get the concept immediately after until I saw him lying in the bed. You know. Oh, that's that's horrible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, the teeth as well. That look, that actually is quite scary. Yeah, I, I mean that's yeah. That, that actually looks quite unpleasant. The um, those huge horrible teeth inside a yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the dog looks sweet. The <laughs> It's almost like it's a, on a megaphone, this Prisoner Zero, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you always imagine the extra outside the room um, <laughs> speaking the lines. Yeah. 
Sonic's run out of batteries. Common, common problem, so I'm told. Yeah. It does. Uh, that's the good thing about this episode. Like now, we're building up again. So, you know, it does. It does have some really good moments where bit of story, and then we build up to s some good action. Mm -hmm. Love this this village. I've always wanted to go here, actually. That we're going to see in a second. Oh, is this Ledworth? Yeah, I don't know the name of the real place, but yeah, it's a little Welsh place, isn't it? Obviously. I just I'm I, I like it when they go to villages now. It reminds me of stories like the demons and that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I like it when they go to real settings that you can imagine being in. Yeah, I think it's a little village called Landaf. Uh huh. I like that. <laughs> twelve years. I'm not six months late. I'm twelve years late. He's coming. You said six months. Why did you say six months? We've got to go. This matters. This is important. Ooh. Why did you say six months? Why did you say five minutes? Oh. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's like a very. A very picturesque little village in Wales. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. There's a thing about the duck pond later as well, which I've always liked. Why are there no ducks? Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah. and again, I don't think we ever got an explanation. This is another one that fans like, oh, there's going to be a revelation. But, you know, <laughs> this is, <laughs> seems a strange thing to get uh, excited about. But yeah. why are there no ducks in Ledworth? <laughs> Of course, later on, they, um, in Amy's choice, they upgrade to Upper Ledworth. Oh yes, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, so they're peasants right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's in the same house though, isn't it? Again, same house, she's grown up, but no parents. Very weird. that guy from somewhere yes he's uh, well he's been in Benidorm recently um, and he's been in quite a few things he used to be in Urangma Lord oh yes always got a clip around the head every yeah. episode yes. oh hello sorry to burst in we're doing a special on television <laughs> in this area also crimes let's have a look I was just about to phone it's on every channel oh, hello Lydia you policewoman now. Of course, she's um, best known for Margaret yeah. from the uh, One Foot in the Grave. Yeah. We get introduced to a couple of little characters here, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Um, you were Amelia. Yeah, and I'm Amy. That was a great name. It was a good name. Don't I? I've seen you somewhere before. Not me. Brand new face. <laughs> First time on. And what sort of job's a kissogram? I go to parties and I kiss people. <clears throat> With outfits. It's a laugh. You were a little girl five minutes ago. You're worse than my aunt. I'm the doctor. I'm worse than everybody. I'm the doctor. <laughs> worse than that's a good line. Yeah. And that is not how I'm introducing myself. 
Okay. So it's everywhere. In every language. They're broadcasting to the whole world. What's up there? What are you looking for? <laughs> Size two poles, your basic molten core. Uh, they're going to need a forty percent fission blast. But they'll have to power up first, won't they? So, assuming a medium <laughs> that guy looks very like what the hell? Yes, yeah, so I remember this this, this chap because there's a there's a nice little scene later on where they're uh, on the laptop. I can't remember. There's I remember there's something quite humorous about it, but I've forgotten what. Something to do with Patrick Moore, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Yes. The Raggedy Doctor. The ra yeah. Cartoons. <laughs> now this is quite nice because we haven't really sort of had any idea of this backstory before, but it's clear that she's been sort of obsessed with him, um, and everybody knows about it. Mm -hmm. So they sort of kind of already know him, even though he doesn't doesn't even know himself. And it's going to incinerate the planet. One of the things that I like about this um, episode is it, it kind of um, it deals with a couple of issues very well at the same time because we've got a new doctor and a new companion in the making and we're going through all the motions with that. There's also just a classic Doctor Who story running through it, isn't there? There's an alien ready to blow up the planet and he's got to stop it. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. That's quite a nice little CGI shot of all the different Prisoner Zero thingies. Yep. Thingies. What are they? I was going to say eyeballs, but they've kind of got this <laughs> crystallised shell, which is kind of quite a nice little design, actually. Hmm. I'm not sure what they're called. The Atraxi. No. Uh, mm, yeah, the Atraxi. There we go. Ah, so he, he does start having a few regeneration pangs then. He thinks he's going to go already. <laughs> yeah. Notice he only grabbed one of his hearts. I, d I didn't actually, but yeah, you're right. Might have looked a bit silly grabbing both. <laughs> well, unless only one of them was, I guess, if both were going, it'd be out. Yeah, true. Yeah. Now this this is uh, this is one of the scenes I always remember when when watching it the first time. Well, like, this bit coming up with this weird effect, where he's sort of noticing everything. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh no! He said, "Shut up! Wait." This bit. Oh yes, the uh, the steady cam. Yeah, it's quite Sherlock, mm. I think. More, it's more Sherlock than Doctor Who. This whole little bit, I always find. But it took blimmin' ages to do. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite cool though. Yes, yeah, it works well. Mm. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, did you notice he said shut up there as well? It's amazing. I've never noticed the doctor saying shut up, but since the new series has um, 
keep saying it. I've noticed it a lot watching these older ones back. Yeah. Oh, this bit annoyed me. That's quite. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> yeah, I just this whole thing of her trapping him in the car, just just slowing it down. Get on with it. But I do like do like the bit with the apple. Hmm. I'm a doctor. I'm a time traveler. Yeah. I guess she's struggling to deal with because she's grown up now. You know, she's probably thinking for so long people have told her it's not real. And uh, now he's popped up and... I don't believe you. Just 20 minutes. Yeah. Because there was... Um, do you remember in the episode, um, is it Let's Kill Hitler? With... Um, um, before River Song... Um, regenerating Mel into, Melody you know Melody Pond yeah yeah. you know when they're just mucking around in their bedroom you know they reference the fact about this you know this this doctor character or raggedy man whatever mm. so even back then she was very uh, people just you know took the mickey out of her a little bit yeah yeah I, I do remember that yeah it's quite it's a nice flashback mm -hmm. yeah what do we do stop that nurse Murray's music's just really really it's kicking a, yeah. in this episode it's fantastic it. actually yeah. yeah it's um it feels really fresh I mean I know that the you know the doctor's theme got used way too much and it kind of killed it but it, it was I remember the first sort of few times I heard it's such an amazingly brilliant piece of music that mm -hmm. I am you know. the doctor I think that tracks I am the doctor yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it got played to death, which is a shame, but, 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 but I remember the first few episodes just loving it when it kicked in, just brilliant. Yeah, they've actually used it only a few times in the Capaldi uh, recent series, Series 8. Yeah, and I wish they wouldn't use it at all in the Capaldi series. Because <clears throat> I think it's Matt's, it's Matt's theme. I, I, I just don't think it should even be in, in the Capaldi series mm. anywhere. No, I, I felt, yeah. But it needs a life. He's a psychic link with the living... <laughs> yeah, this guy does look, he really does do the part. He looks just horrible. And he looks like the dog, which, <laughs> which I guess is intentional. Yeah. And where it comes. Yeah, the CGI is not too bad, is it? What year is this? 2010? 2010, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It works. It doesn't, it's not cringeworthy, is it? No. Oh, is the old Sonic. I think this is where Matt actually broke the prop. I think this is the famous scene. Okay. Yeah, where they, well, I don't know if he broke actually, but it, um, you know, it sparks. Yes. Yeah, no, actually, I think he got an electric shock from it, actually, not that he broke it. I think it actually, um, something happened here anyway. They had to stop filming because of that explosion. Oh, right. I think okay. he had like a, a wire down his arm to make it explode. And I think he actually hurt him or something like that, yeah. <laughs> He is slightly different, isn't he, um, earlier on? I mean, he's bound to be, but his doctor, the way he's playing it. Yeah. Oh, Sonic's been fried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is... Um, that's kind of natural, I guess, though, as, as, especially with a, a character like Doctor Who, or the Doctor, sorry. As, if you're playing it for a few years, you will evolve, won't you, and make it make it more your own as you go along. 
you find your feet a bit. Yeah, it's interesting. You see, you said Doctor Who because I know um, Peter Capaldi often often refers to the Doctor as Doctor Who when he's being interviewed, and I don't think anyone else gets away with it because people always used to if you used to say, "Oh, Doctor Who said that," you say, "No, he's not Doctor Who. He's the Doctor." Yeah. Used to be really, but Peter, no one's corrected Peter Capaldi or even dared to say that. You know, and for me, that's good enough. If Peter Capaldi says. He's called Doctor Who, then I'm, I'm going with that. <laughs> oh, um, I don't feel too bad now, then. No, no, exactly. Mmm. <laughs> a bit. Yeah. Now, when my, when my thing cracked up a minute ago for a few minutes, did I miss the bit where Amy come face-to-face with that thing? Yes. Yep. Right. Oh, well, that's a shame, because I wanted to say I never felt the eye line was right um, when she looks at it. I was, even the very first I watched it, she doesn't, I don't think, think they've lined it up properly. To me, it never looks yeah. like she's looking at it. Um, no, it's slightly off. Yeah. That's a nice laptop. Oh, thanks. He had a laptop in his bag, a laptop, big bag, big laptop. I need Jeff's laptop. You two, get to the hospital, get everyone out of that ward, clear the hospital. Matt does seem to, he does seem to be having fun with this, doesn't he? Oh, you yeah. You can still feel that they're all enjoying it. Yeah. How can he be here? How can the doctor be here? Yeah. And I think at, at this moment, moment in time, they'd already got a couple of episodes under their belt because this wasn't the very first episode that was filmed. Oh, I wonder so, what, do you know what the first one was? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I just know that this was recording block three, two or three. All oh, right. So, <laughs> so he is, he is very new to it still, but you know, he's not camera shy at this point. He's already done a couple of episodes. Remember that getting a big laugh, that, that line back just back then about get a girlfriend and, and what he might have on the laptop. Yeah. Watch him, he's a... Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but watch him. Oh, Patrick Moore, fantastic. Yeah, it was cool to, to get him off for, on board for that. Yeah. She's thinking quite a small role for Olivia Colman, considering what a big actress she is now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she um, she's only in it for a few scenes, really. Yeah. Well, what was making me think that is because we've got quite a, quite a lot of um, people in this, haven't we? Annette Crosby there, we just seen, and um, and obviously Olivia Colman. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, oh, there we go. It's a big old building. I wonder what that actually is. Yeah. Looks like the hospital in Spearhead from Space. Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I was wondering if it was the one in, um, uh, what's it called, The Doctor Dances and the Empty Charge, you know, that that hospital. But I, I don't know if it is. You know, the, the one where they're all the gas mask people are in? Yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of that, but in daylight. But it, it, I don't know if it is. Mm, yeah. Whatever you've got, any questions? Patrick Bay. See, there is some nice humour in this as well. I mean, Moffat, Moffat has really come up with a really good script here. There's lots of action. There is some nice humour. Plenty going on. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's one of his best, uh, his best written episodes for the show. I do. I still yeah. do, actually. Yeah, yeah. You what? 
everyone on that screen is going to be offering you any job you want, but first, you have to be magnificent. You have to make them trust you and get them working. This is it, Jeff, right here, right now. This is when you fly. Today's a day. No pressure, then. No. <laughs> <laughs> In his face, he's terrifyingly. Now, go, go, go. Oh, and delete your internet history. <laughs> That's very good. Very good. Yeah. Still, it's still uh, quite weird seeing him run around in tenant's clothes at the moment. I was just thinking that yeah. actually, yeah. I was, well, I was trying to remember how he gets into his costume, um, and, I, and I've just remembered. But yeah, it is odd seeing him in the battered up old um, blue shirt and, and tie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see, I, that's the thing, Amy. I do like Amy, but yeah, she's a little bit. Um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? She's a bit too sort of cocksure of herself in this episode for me. I like it. She settles down a bit later on in the series, but she's not mouthy. But do you know what I mean? She's a little bit too. She's very. Um, she's very forward. Yeah, I don't really like it. I prefer it when she softens down a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Completely forgotten about all this um, with the fire engine. Me too. I was yeah. just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of skipped in my memory. I'd skipped all this bit and gone straight to the bit on the roof. Yes, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've forgotten about all this epic. The doctor driving a fire engine. Very cool. This is creepy. Yeah, it's a little bit. Um, the Shining, isn't it, with the two kids and the. Oh. Ah, oh, looks so scary. That's horrible. Yeah, your son wouldn't like that. No. But then that's that's great Doctor Who. Yes. CGI in the in the in the things a bit crap there, but it's it's building really nice this episode. Do you know what I mean? It's um. Yes, yeah. It's actually, it's actually all coming together quite well, I think. Oh. Oh dear, little Amelia Pond. I've watched you grow up. She does sinister quite well, doesn't she, Olivia Colman? She does, yeah. Yeah. I keep wanting her to break out into that accent she does in Broadchurch, though. Waiting for her magic doctor to return. Amelia. Yeah, she is quite. She does that very well. <laughs> this is good. You do get the feeling of a unit um, mm. with the Doctor and Rory and Amy. You know, there's already they seem to sort of care about each other, like just a doctor putting his arms around them and stuff. That they already feel like quite a nice little team. Yeah, and although Rory's probably quite um, reluctant to jump on board at first, he's very, uh, very much got Amy's back, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't the episode where what's the what's the episode where Amy tries to kiss the doctor at the end when he comes out. It's not this one, is it? Um, no. 
because I hated that. Oh, yeah. It was so uncomfortable. It's just so not necessary. Mm. And I think part of the reason for that is because I like Rory and it's just the fact that she would do that, it, you know, it didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be careful with, um, you know, one of the things that I think quite annoyed people quite a lot was the, the love interest between Rose and, and the Tenth Doctor. Mm. And uh, you have to be careful. There's a fine line, isn't there, with the companion and the Doctor? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And I, I didn't think it was necessary um, to the extent they went to sometimes with Amy and, and Eleven. I just noticed she said silence will fall, mm. which uh, I had, hadn't picked up on for a while. <laughs> this all seems quite epic as well, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the word is? The word is zero. Now, me, she doesn't look impressed. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'd probably take that as a hint. And if I had a whole battle fleet surrounding the planet, I'd be able to track a simple old computer virus. So this this is Matt just being the doctor, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. He's just, yeah. yeah. If there's ever any doubt about, you know, if anyone had any doubt about him being a great doctor, I mean, just, you know, yeah, he just by, is straight away. By the end of the episode, you're absolutely right. If anyone had any doubts, they were, they were wiped clean. Mm. I wish I'd spoke to people afterwards, actually, to gauge their reaction to see, because I, I remember when the episode ended thinking, yeah, loved him. He's, you know, great, already like this doctor. Um, but I didn't speak to sort of other fans. I think we kind of just left and, you know, right, went back. Right. Um, but I'd love to sort of ask other people, you know, what did you think? Like, because, you know, David Tennant was, had a massive fan base. Um, it's, I think it's quite hard for some people to, to take to a new doctor straight away. Yeah. But and I've, a lot of people worried about his age, weren't they, as well at the time. They were like, oh, who's this young guy? Oh, you know. Mm, yeah. I, yeah, but one thing that did that did bring on board though is a lot more younger Doctor Who fans I think I think Matt really appealed to the very young the young kids yeah and I, I always agree with Stephen Moffat I think even though Matt is young he's got like this oldness about him somehow he's an old soul yeah I think so <laughs> I do actually I do remember speaking to one person afterwards which was um Philip Maddock, who who played uh, in in the episode Brain and Morbius, oh, yeah. played Solon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he was there signing, and I asked him what he thought of it, and he said it was very good, but moved far too fast. <laughs> yes, yeah, you can. That's one of the observations, isn't it, that we all make from classic Who to to newer Doctor Who is um, it's just modern editing, isn't it? It's uh, scenes are cut together a lot quicker now, and storylines a bit faster. That's right. Yeah. With the classic stuff, it's very, very um, script-led in terms of, you know, everyone's in a room and it's quite static and everyone does their lines and then we move on where... In it's a, more like a play, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Whereas newer TV is just, um, yeah, it does move faster. That's, that's why I'm always 
amazed and also very pleased that so many sort of younger people watch the old classic Doctor Who's. Yeah. Um, like some yeah. of our listeners are quite young and they, you know, they'll be chatting about Seeds of Doom and Pyramids of Mars and it's brilliant that, it's great, that these young it? guys, will, yeah. you know, will actually watch it and enjoy it and not think, oh, this is slow, this is boring. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, if you're not on board with the classic Doctor Who, you're, uh, you're missing out. Yeah. Where's the top of this thing? Uh, it's hanging from a... They haven't got enough money to finish the tail. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much budget for Doctor Who. No. We don't really buy much in the way of merchandise, so BBC haven't got much money. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what's a credit to Matt's acting actually is that I, I believe in him. Mm-hmm. He's I think he's he's a good actor. Absolutely. Yep. He bought into it, didn't he? Hundred percent. I don't feel that I'm watching somebody just going through the motions. I feel like I, I feel he does put in a good performance. He takes it seriously. Yeah. He um he he completely took it on board and and, and made it his own. Absolutely. No, I didn't. What are you doing? Tracking the signal back, sorry, in advance. About what? The bill. Oh, I didn't say you could go! <laughs> I love this bit. He's not quite done with them yet. <laughs> no, it's nice, isn't it? I, I love it that Raw is relieved. Like, it's over, it's done with, but the doctor's like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, 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 it's only just beginning. Yeah. You lot. Back here now. And the theme. Yeah, yeah. kicking in. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's hitting his stride now, isn't he? He's yeah. just he's into it. <laughs> Another little cheeky scene coming up. Yeah, this piece of music is actually called... Actually, no, it is I Am The Doctor, isn't it? I was thinking there's another one with uh, some sort of slightly heavier drums and guitar called Amy and the TARDIS. I think it's my... Oh, yes. Yes, I know. Yeah. Rory's still banging on. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too keen on this bit. No. Where Amy's like, you know, just gawping. It's just because I feel sorry for Rory. Like, you know. Yeah. He does put up with a lot, doesn't he, Rory? He does. Yeah, too much. Yeah, I don't, I'm not warming to Amy in this episode. <laughs> now this this scene for me I think this is is brilliant um, yeah. all this stuff coming up on the rooftop really really good <laughs> there's been a few episodes haven't there where Matt Smith has done the whole yelling into the sky his big speech he does it so well he does it well yeah it did start I did start to think they were overdoing it though I used to think oh not another speech <laughs> He does do it well. Yeah. You're right. I love the fact he's got a, um, a few different ties to, you know, pick the perfect one, and very nice. Like that, like that shirt as well. Yeah. Every uh, a lot of um, cosplayers would have paused at this bit, trying to find the right shirt and braces and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this is this where because he's sort of the geekiest 
sort of doctor that we've had for the new new era, isn't he? In terms of his style, is this where is this when it became okay to be geeky? No. I, or just, I think there is an, an element to that. Yeah, I think it helped, didn't it? You yeah. know, the bow tie, the braces. You know, yeah. suddenly became okay to be a bit bit more geeky if you want to be. Yes, I like that. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Yeah, yeah, because he had input into the costume, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we. Yeah. Come on then, who can we spot in this montage? Oh, there's loads, yeah. I saw it. Sea Devil. Oh! Now, with this bit with the doctors and that, the, the whole pub was erupting at this point. I can imagine, yeah. yeah. He steps through yeah. it, doesn't he? Yeah. Amazing, yeah, there was a big cheer, I think. I seem to remember a lot of buzz around that scene. And there's the theme again. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> his hair was a bit uh, big, big and quiffy, wasn't it, for a while? Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And off they go, just like that. Just reminding them of his reputation. Yeah, and it's a nice way to get round it, isn't it? You know, a nice way to sort of. <laughs> Is that it? Is that the good? <laughs> Rory's so funny. Oh, this is nice. I, lo I love this shot that's coming up. Oh. And it, it does look brilliant. I, it, it I just love it. Yeah. Um, I think Moffat wanted it to be more like the Peter Cushion TARDIS or something. But, oh, really? Okay. Um, I love it. Yeah, St. John's Ambulance, the windows, just, just little touches that they've made, and it looks more solid, looks great. Yeah. Oh, I remember thinking, come on, let's see the inside. I was dying <laughs> to see the inside. Come on. They really, they really um, hold off showing you as well. Yeah. It's almost like they knew that, see, even now you're not seeing it, you know, Moffat knew that you were dying to see what he was looking at. <laughs> Brilliant, actually. Yeah, just the glow from inside, and then just the glow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a great looking TARDIS. She can't believe it. Rory's open mouth, gormless look. That he's <laughs> uh, made famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a good little. Yeah, I was going to say, and then back to the love, really nicely tied up, going, going back to the yeah. young Amy. That wonderful sound. Brilliant, actually. They haven't tweaked hey. that sound, have they? No, no, that's true. No, it's as it was, which yeah. is great, you know. Yeah, this comes, comes nicely round. I like, like all this. And of course, we see Amy in her dressing gown and stuff for the beast below. She yes. just stays there, doesn't she, in her dressing gown and slippers? That's right, yeah. It just looks really solid and brilliant. I, lo I love the new TARDIS. Yeah. It's funny, when you look at that one now on the screen and then you think back to the Eccleston one, um, for example, in Father's Day when he opens the doors and the interior's gone, think how plasticky and, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, not plasticky, but you know what I mean. Compared to that, is a that is a, so much better. That prop is yeah. brilliant. A bit more money thrown at it this time. Yes. 
does that mean? It means, well, it means. I like the uh, the tweed jacket as well. I'm liking the tweed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I kind of kind of did a half half-hearted cosplay when I went to the pub that day. I had a sort of tweedy jacket on and a shirt and a bow tie. I remember thinking everyone would be dressed up and no one was. I felt oh. a bit a, I felt a bit of a lemon to be honest with you because I was like, yeah, come on, it's a Doctor Who um night. It's everyone's going to be dressed up. No. I think it's about four people at the most and I was one of them. Um, so I kind of sort of slowly as I as the night went on took a you know to the tie off and slowly. <laughs> yeah I like but a yeah, good tweed like, jacket yes it's <laughs> nice it's good you wanted to come 14 years ago I grew up don't worry I'll soon fix that oh that's so good he's, we're actually going to get to see. I remember the Tenant episode when he first learnt how to open the door with a click of his fingers. The great scene. And he seems to have forgotten. Because um, <laughs> I was thinking when it, with Capaldi and Clara when she was holding him ransom with the keys. Why doesn't he just click the <laughs> click his finger? And here we go. And I have to be honest, I was slightly disappointed when we saw inside. I, I really liked the... Ninth and tenth Doctor Interior. I, what the kind of steampunky? Yeah, so something about look, this yeah. set was a little bit too messy for me. Um, I don't dislike it by any means, but that looks. I mean, yeah, it looks nice. It's well lit and everything, but it's too messy. Right, it's, right. Yeah, I don't mind I, it. I prefer the interior to the. I think it's um, series seven. You know where it's completely changed and he's up, he's had an upgrade. Yeah, I, something about this one I never. I think it's the shape of the console. It's never really been one of my favourites. I do love the circular thing on the roof. Yeah, um, that is that's brilliant because that harks back to the early Hartnell, um, and that vanished quite quickly. Um, yeah, but I really like that. But I don't hot and cold taps. I no, I don't. I don't really. This interior doesn't grab me. Mm. It's kind of like the ninth and tenth Doctors. Um, uh, interior but they've just kind of shifted things around and upgraded it just a little bit but it's not a complete redo is it we don't see that until um, series I think it's series 7 could be 6 yeah uh, new Sonic yes Matt loved his Sonic didn't he I mean yeah. Matt, Matt the actor actually just even when he was on talk shows he seemed to always have it on him I think <laughs> yes he, he must have taken one home yeah well you would yeah. wouldn't you oh you would <laughs> It was a lot. There was a dustbin in the corner of the room. No, I'm not. It's not grabbing me. This, but <laughs> which Sonic do you prefer, tenths uh, or elevens? Um, well, it's the tenth for me, mate. And me, actually. Yeah. A bit more uh, refined, not yes. as bulky. I was going to say it's really clumsy. <laughs> that that Matt's one. It looks cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's a bit. Um, be interesting to see if Capaldi gets his uh, a complete new design, or if it's that little comic spoiler where they had just the black and silver one I hope he does get a new one yeah. I like this sinister music as well you know he spots something mm. the crack shape yes it's really nicely sort of just an undercurrent of it I like yeah. that as well yeah sometimes it can make people feel a bit you know I'm fine it's just there's a whole world in here just like you said it's all true I thought when I started to think that maybe you were just like and that is a great line isn't it man man with a box I mean that's stuck now isn't it and I really like that yeah. man man with a box 
Yeah. It sums Matt up fairly well as, you know. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... <sighs> That thing, that petrol thing, another thing I really hate. Um, but yeah, this is great. Music building, they're off. This is fantastic. You know, brilliant ending. Wonderful. Here he goes. Where are her parents? That's really bugging me now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Gonna have to Google that. And this is that. quite cool as well. Mm. All the stuff that she made. Nobody believed her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a nice little touch, actually. I remember thinking at the time, what's going on here? What is all this? And there it is. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, right. OMG. <laughs> She's done a runner. Yeah. And there we go. Wow. And then coming soon. I quite like these little trailers at the end, like next time. And Ah, oh, well, unfortunately, I haven't got it. I've gone straight to the... Mine one's gone straight to the credits. Okay, right, well... So they, they must have cut it on the DVD. Yeah, so on mine, all we're seeing is like a very brief trailer now for The Beast Below. Oh, right, okay. And actually, it's the series... No, no, sorry. It's the Series 5 trailer, actually. So we're seeing River Song and blah, blah, blah. So we don't have to watch this bit. We're done. No, mine's, mine's gone. I've gone to the menu bar now. Yeah, so we're it, done. So were they actually showing clips from the forthcoming episodes rather than next time, were they? Yes, it was um, all of the episodes for the, the, the following series. Right, with you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So that was the 11th hour. Yes, and it's, it's, long, it's, it's longer, isn't it? I was thinking it's, it's actually an hour episode, that one, isn't it? It is. I thought it was um, 45 minutes, but yeah, it's yeah. an hour long. Yeah, but it went went well. I think it's it's well, well paced actually. I didn't sort of. There's no bit in that for me that that drags or or anything. I thought, thought it was really quite good actually. And yeah, um, yeah I tell you what, it. mate. Yeah, I th I think that's one of my favourite episodes of the Matt Smith era. I really like it. It's got. Um, I think Matt Smith is brilliant in it, and I think the story is really good. It's got a good combination of a lot of things and. It all comes together nicely, and I, I just think it's a really well done one of Stephen Moffat's best. I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, I absolutely loved it. I remember thinking, you know, at the time, like, wow, we are we are at the start of something special here. This is going to be amazing, and it is a shame actually when you watch an episode like that. That it's a real, a really quality episode to think how some of Matt's episodes did go because there was so much potential with Matt. Yeah. Um, and he did get some good stories, but he also got some real clunkers. Um, and it's a yeah. shame, actually, because just watching that just shows how good an episode could be with him. And that was right at the start as well. You know what I mean? He's not even sort of uh, found his feet 100% as the Doctor, and he's still brilliant in it. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really, really like that one. Yeah, it's very cool. So if we were going to give this a review, if we were doing this on the normal podcast show mm -hmm. and it was one of our reviews, what would you have given this i'd probably go 9.5 out of 10 9.5 yeah i really think it's great wow nearly nearly a perfect episode there's a couple of things in it well it's mainly amy actually amy annoys <laughs> me in it um um but apart from that i mean it's, it's, it's almost a 10 for me i think it's a really strong good episode yeah what about you yeah i was, I was going to give it a nine yeah i wouldn't have given it a, a a 10 because there were a couple of little things like yeah amy's uh She's a, she's a wee bit annoying in, in, a, in a couple of bits and um, I think they could have done a little bit more with the with the Prisoner Zero thing. And uh, But other than that, it's, um, it's, a, it's a 
such a good episode. It's one of those things where, like I said earlier, it just combines so many good things. It's playful. It's got humour. It's quite creepy in places. You know, it's uh, the music is fantastic. New TARDIS looks good. Matt's brilliant. You know, there's not a lot to dislike, really. It's, um, no, no, you're it's right. I think you're true about the Prisoner Zero. They could have done a bit more with that because we kind of just get to the build-up at the end and then he scares them away. So, yeah, you're right. They could have done a little bit more with that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, a very, very strong episode. Uh, I'm almost tempted to go down to a nine. <laughs> not because <laughs> not because there's anything wrong with it, but, um, but yeah. Well, I'll stick with my original. 9.5 for me. 9.5. Yeah, yeah, very good. No, yeah. And it's a nine for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's going to... I think we're done now for the old commentary, mate. Yeah, I enjoyed re-watching that one. I liked it a lot. I haven't watched it for a while, so it's good to good to see Matt's tenure kicking off. Um, and, yeah, onwards and upwards with his, with his era. Indeedy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our first commentary in the bag. Yes, I enjoy. I enjoy doing the commentary. It's actually quite nice to watch along. And because you, you know, when you're doing a review, you sort of forget little bits. It's quite nice to sort of give an on-the-spot reaction there. And yeah. uh, I hope that my 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 thing did freeze in the middle. So apologise to anyone if uh, it was a bit jarring in the middle there. But I managed to catch up with you pretty quick. So, but yeah, I really enjoyed doing that. It was good. It was very cool because now I, I don't feel so silly when I'm just chatting away to myself about certain episodes. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I can I can chat away and um, and it's really cool talking through it with you as well, mate. Because. Uh, I think where it concerns Matt Smith's era, especially, we have very similar views on on uh, his Doctor and some of his episodes and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining. We hope you guys have enjoyed. If you want us to do more of these, um, we have got another one confirmed um, that will be coming up a bit later. But if you want us to do any more of these moving forward, um, please let us know what you think. Um, we would love to do some more of them. Yeah, suggest um, some episodes as well because we were we were quite indecisive on this one, weren't we? So if there's an episode somebody would really like us to do, um, yeah. let us know. If possible, something from newer Doctor Who, just because if you pick one from the classic era that's like six episodes long, that could be a bit boring. Yeah, some of the Pertwee ones could be a very yeah. long commentary. That is true. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> any of the newer ones around forty, you know, the the, the newer time, that would be ace. Um, so check out the normal podcast show that goes out every Friday uh, just ho- head over to bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk and jump onto the links there to Twitter and Facebook let us know what you think and um, also check out Adam's uh, The Geek's Handbag YouTube series just do a search for that um, on YouTube or Facebook got some great videos there thank you and uh, we will speak to you again um, on the next episode on Friday until then I'm Gary and I'm Adam and Allons-y. Allons-y.